Um, alright. So, last time... What was last time that we actually played? There's so much happened when we did, like, in the writing of stuff this week that I've now lost track. Everyone was here for the last session, right? And, and so the four key events were a few days past. Uh, Mercury talks to him and convinces her to allow Concord to examine the streak. Concord has a plan. Uh, Ghost Girl teams up with Lucius to close the hole in Con Oakland Cemetery. She's partly successful. And Mercury manages to secure a date with A-10 at the cost of his mouth. At the cost of his mouth? Is that what you said? Or tongue specifically, depending or on... Or his intestines. <laughs> right. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Yes. Right. She gets to pick. She gets to pick where they're probably going to... Anyway. Um, okay. Where should we get? Now, uh, I think it looked like most people are somewhat up to date, up to speed a little bit on at least some of what had been posted. For those of you who are listening and are wondering what the heck I'm talking about, uh, over the course of the week in forum posts, Leo went to visit his dad. That went about as well as to be expected. And the Aegis prison, where his dad is currently incarcerated, is now... Uh, like a bit of a target of hijinks. Craziness has begun to happen, but that got us a little bit further forward on the timeline uh, from some other folks. So we need to do a few things to get some folks caught up. And that means I think that we should jump over to Mercury and Concord, who are, if I'm not mistaken, heading into the hospital where Silverstreak is being taken care of to see if they can do anything for his situation. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Mercury, when you, when you, uh, get there and walk in, your mom is, mom is there and your grandmother is there and she sort of takes one look at Adam. Now, Concord, are you sort of in mode? Uh, yeah, it's Concord time. Okay. All right. So given, I just heard my wife, my uh, daughter kind of chuckle from the other room at Concord time. Um, okay. So you walk in like that and you're, you're then a little, you're, you're actually in Concord form. You're, you don't look any younger really than Harry functional. Is that right? That's about right. Yep. Uh, for reasons went into before, Adam looks roughly the same age as, uh, uh, uh Harry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, when you come in, Grandma Swift is arguing or at least seems to have the body language of somebody who's arguing with uh, uh, Harry's mom. But she uh, does not go, oh, Lord, and roll her eyes when Concord walks in because he doesn't look like a herald. Uh, something she has. I mean, she's paid enough attention to know how he's looked in the past. And she kind of like, oh, um, she comes over to you, Harry, and says something like, I don't like this idea, but I trust you, and I recognize that I'm not the one calling the shots anymore. And she kind of, she doesn't look at your mom, but she definitely directs it in the, in your mom's direction, um, who is just sort of standing there tightly. Uh, do you, do you do anything or say anything to grandma? She's gonna, she's heading towards the door. After she gives you a bit of a squeeze on the forearm kind of thing and nods to Adam. No, I do not. You just kind of let that go. Don't, yeah. don't want to debate uh, niceties with grandma. That's that's probably for the best. Okay, so uh, 
Concord, says Tempest. My son seems to think that you can do something about Silverstreak's condition here. Is that true? Do you feel the same way? I've got a little bit of experience doing this sort of thing. Really? I mean, how how much... You're, you kids have only been active for about a month. How much experience could you have with something like this? Jason Quill. Huh. Well, I'm comforted by the fact that that is probably a good representation or a good argument for you having lots of practice. I'm less comforted by uh, what may or may not be your success rate in that regard, but I'll take that for what it's worth. Please, boys, be careful. If, if there's any sign that this is going awry, I just want you to back off. He's tough, and he'll he'll eventually recover on his own. I'm convinced of it. I wouldn't mind seeing him sooner rather than later. So just be careful. And with yourselves, too. Some of these situations I've found uh, in the past can be dangerous for the people who are trying to help as well. All right? I, I, unless you want me in here, I'm going to step out. Unless you want me in here. Do you want me in here, Harry? For you want... Uh... It's gonna be easier on me the fewer people I have around me. <laughs> All right, then I will try to keep everyone out of the room for a little while. It won't be able to last long. He's got about an hour before he the, the nurses come in, so hopefully whatever you're going to do won't take much longer than that if if it does anything at all. In the meantime, I'll run it. I'll run interference. So, Adam, mm-hmm. what did you you we had love letters with you? last time I and what was the end the result two burn. you've got two burns sitting there for uh-huh whatever yes and uh yeah uh, uh i did not have time to actually get everything finished for it but i have a thing sitting where adam practiced this thing okay what, what i you... didn't get time i didn't have time to finish it but finish, uh like what an art thing or a or a thing thing like a what uh uh it's another comic Unfortunately, oh my God! Okay. When it took when it took me a week to do two pages, I really should not have written out five. Oh dear! So oh, oh my word! Okay. Well, what? So, uh, what burn then are you? Uh, what burn effect then are you going for? And do you need more burn than just the two points that you? The two points will get me there, but I'd rather feel safe. Okay. So I. Uh, uh, you know, it'll be one of those things where I feel like Adam's just going to be like, all right, Harry, you get over here. We're going to see about sinking you and your dad up here. Oh, oh my God. It's Concord time. I like the picture you shared. Yeah. Um, okay. So, Harry, what? where do you want Harry to be? Just basically where I can grab both of them. Okay, Harry, what do you do? What's 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 your what's your take on all this? I am trusting Concord. All right. So this is like a like a hold hands kind of a thing, or what are we doing here? Yep. Describe to me what's happening. Um, basically, Adam's gonna grab onto Silverstreak and grab Harry's hand, and you know, I imagine this is going to be like a journey to the you know to the center of the mind sort of thing with yes. Adam facilitating the whole 
Sending Harry there. As part. illustrated by Jack Kirby and every other uh, artist who ever worked on Doctor Strange circa 1978. Yes. Okay. Um... So when you say you want to play it safe, does that mean you're rolling for additional burn that you want to burn or what's happening? Yes. Okay. So why don't you, is that just, you're just rolling conditions on that. Is that right? Yep. I roll burn. Well then roll your burn, sir. What did we get? I got a seven, which I believe means I take a condition. Yeah. Let me look at what the whole actual ploop, plorp, flare. I don't have burn out oh, yeah, there. Yeah, I really yeah. should. Yeah, just for a reference. Uh, what's it? Yeah. Can, you, can you can you hit me with it? Yep. Uh, burn when you charge up your powers, roll plus conditions that you currently have marked on a hit. Hold three burn. So I have five burn total. Okay. And then what's the what's the follow on for seven to nine? Uh, on a seven through nine, mark a condition, which I am going to say is. You can, if you want, wait and see what's happening here inside of streaked head and go from that there. Is, that's a good point. You can you can certainly do that and see what yep. comes from that. So yeah, I would like to use the Concord powers to send Harry into the thing. Oh, so what 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 burn effect are we going with here? What is what's happening? Ah, well, since this is probably an unleash your powers. Yes. Is this we're gonna go for flare? we're gonna go yep yeah, we're gonna go for the tapping into the genome and. Spin two burn to get the ten plus. Alright. Channel the full capacity of your incredible powers to become an obstacle to overcome an obstacle. Take ten plus when you unleash your powers. Okay. So I'm just looking are you going with him or just throwing him into his dad's mind? Um I don't know. I mean, can I go along with him or do I have to kinda of act as the conduit and kind of like have think- an I think an overwatch position or think, how is this? I think mentally you're, you're not so much sending him physically in there cause that would make his skull explode, but, uh, so much, oh, no. yeah, you're not so much, you're sending him mentally in there. And, and given that, I think it makes sense for you to, well, I don't know. I think it could go either way where you sort of stay above and beyond it a little bit, um, and sort of put him in there. But I think because of the resistance, um, I am going to say it's actually I'm going to say that this is actually probably going to be three burn because it's a combination of the overcome and also moving to a place that you choose within the scene, which in this case is going to be into streaks consciousness. Does that follow? Okay. And you're kind of a but like I said, you're sort of I guess if you want to picture it this way, sort of above and above and behind Terry as he's sort of cast down into this thing. Um and there's a little bit more resistance than you're expecting from just a even a metahuman type of uh, consciousness. Uh, a lot more, a lot more so than you were sort of expect. Um, and there's a really strong resonance there. So it's not so much that you have to overcome a, 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 a it's not so much a barrier as it is. Like if you're holding, you suddenly find yourself holding two really strong magnets and trying to keep them from snapping together and like crushing your fingers between and kind of controlling them and then uh, passing Harry through. So what? I'm I'm risking a lot by asking this question. Harry, what? Give me the basic if you if you want. If not, I will do it. But um, what's the unconscious landscape of silver streaks brain look like what's the set me the, set the stage for me. how weird is it or not weird 
Does it look I... like your kitchen? <laughs> is, he, is he caught in a permanent I... mental loop of a high school track track meet? Horrifying. Um, no, I think that it's Halcyon, but in perfect kind of dream logic, there are people and things that were never in Halcyon that are there. Like, like what? Foes, maybe a restaurant from China that he's always he been fond of. To you know, and okay, so we'll we'll like yeah, that's good. I like that. Um, where is he at in this? Like, if you're looking around and you're saying like, okay, I know this street, but that store is not there, and that restaurant's not there, and sort of like all of the stuff that you know. Like, there's a bunch of stuff that, that you know that's important to him that's all kind of in one place. And, like, there's – behind – you look kind of behind, and that's like two blocks down, or maybe not even that far, um, the city just stops and and the Gale Estate, like, starts. Like, it's just, like, blinking you miss it. Like, you just walk down the street and you're going to be right there at the Gale Estate close. But a um, bunch of other stuff. Where is he at in this sort of weirdly um. twisted kind of city? Uh, or probably. Where I'm sorry, you, you I missed a step there. Something, something probably. HHL Tower. Oh, okay. So the towers. Like, <laughs> I love the idea of the uh real estate here because you know restaurant, a shoe store that he really likes, clothing place. You know, a movie theater. His house is like right behind, and like looming. You look up, and looming over it is the HHL tower, which is nowhere near um, this area. And as you follow, kind of follow it back down to the ground, you're stand. You find yourself standing in front of the doors of it, even though they weren't there before. Um, so looking up to the top and then panning down, you kind of pull yourself to the front of the. Um, is he standing outside? Is it you just get a sense that he's inside somewhere? Inside. Feel like in the meeting room where yes, uh, to us about what they had done with Iceland and everything. That is so good. I love that. Yeah. So you go to you go to go to the inside the building and you open up the doors and stepping through the doors you step through the front doors of the building and into that meeting room like into that conference room and everyone's everyone's there kind of uh. But it's like you know how in the in the Berlanti verse you've always got those little silver mannequin stands with the suits on, you know. So you've got the suit, but then there's like just sort of the sort of shapeless silver face underneath, um, where the face would be. Uh, that's kind of how everybody's like. So all of the HHL guys are sitting there, but they're all like not moving, and they're all kind of like different colored sort of mannequin figures up underneath the suit except for your dad who's sitting there is he is he in his suit or is he just in regular clothes um, with the hood down okay so he's there but the cowl's back all that kind of good stuff cool cool um in this setup all of your friends from the menagerie are also in the position kind of vaguely basically where they were during the whole big revelation and there's kind of like some red energy around Hecate, Hecate um, or I shouldn't say it, like it's more of a yellowish kind of an aura over in that area. Feels like anxiety. Um, there's a lot of warm blue around. Is blue heart uh, Concord? Yeah. Okay. So there's a lot of like sort of warm blue around your mom, um, <clears throat> or at least the 
mom figure. Um, weirdly, there's a lot of anxiety around your figure. And your figure is is kind of – the space that it occupies is sort of hazy and kind of weirdly out of phase. I don't want to say vibrating exactly, but it's definitely not uh, – you know, there's more just – action around it that tends to get that actually gets a little bit like vibratory kinetic energy around it that gets stronger the closer you get to that spot um what do you do he's not really looking around exactly he's sort of staring at his hands his hands are up on the table and sort of cupped there and he's not really looking around go over to him okay what do you uh do you do you like walk around the little cluster of your friends uh Ignore them. What do you, what do you touch any of them? You don't want to touch it. Okay. All right. So you're kind of there in your street clothes. So there's sort of in a weird way, kind of two of you in the, in the room kind of, cause there's the you in this empty mannequin thing that's there in the suit and everything. And then there's you sort of in school, you know, in the street clothes, the sort of the, the, the uh, gardener uniform uh, kind of, just you know, walking up to him and, and stuff. What do you what do you do? Getting up, you come up to him here, and he's his cupped hands have kind of a weird, almost like yarn-like ball of of line, ener- like sort of energy lines, kind of folding in and out, folding in and, and out through itself. Uh, he's not really doing it to his hand. It's they're just sort of it's it's happening between his hands. He's not really doing anything. You don't really get the sense that he's holding it. It's it's the hands are just sort of there because that's where he's paying it. Like that's the thing that he's paying attention to. And he's sort of framing it with his hands more than not holding it or anything like that. And he's watching. Mike off. Oh, Mike on. What do you do? Sorry. I had to sneeze there for a second. Dad. He's not really, he's really like, you get the sense that he's aware of everything in the room, but he's 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 not only kind of peripherally. He's really like all of his focus is on whatever this thing is that he's focused on so much. Whether it, and it's the same yellowish kind of energy lines as the sort of anxiety energy around like Hecate and around you, and in more vaguely kind of around the whole menagerie team. But there's this whole ball of it like right there as well that's really. Um, that's really holding all of his attention. What happens if I try to touch the ball? Uh, I don't know. What happens when I touch the ball? Let's uh, let's have a. I think this is a freak roll because you're you're kind of overcoming this barrier, trying to do something there with him. Well, actually, let's back this up a little bit because you can you can there's there's this thing that. It, you know, if you're trying to interact with that, then it's it's definitely that freak roll. There's also if your if your goal here is really just to like get your dad to do a certain thing, that's a different that's a different thing. So are you doing it to figure out what the heck this thing is, or are you doing it to kind of like pull your dad's attention away from this thing? I was doing it because that's all of his anxiety and guilt from blending everything. Mike on. Yeah, I think that's that's I think certainly uh, bang on the money in terms of so that's why you're fiddling. Well, no, that uh, that's some I, that's some background for it. But is is it more about figuring out what the heck this thing is, or is it more about reaching like like getting your dad to to blink? Is this more about him, or is it more about the thing? It's more about 
trying to or do something with the ball so that so that he he can kind of hmm. let me okay so are you trying let me I'm, I'm going to keep drilling down on this until I get to where we're are you trying to get him to do a thing or are you trying to break through a barrier it's a, I realize it's a bit of a nuanced thing there but are you trying to get him to draw back from this thing or are you trying to break the things hold on him the things hold on him. Okay, in that case, we're definitely we're, we'll go for a freak roll. So if you wouldn't mind, freak me. Freak out. Oh, look at that. Very nice. Okay. Whoa. Good roll. Only time that's going to happen today. <laughs> well, I mean, Link led the way because he had a freak roll too, and he uh, he somehow managed to pull out a. Whoa, that was a negative one on the freak in the first place. Yeah. And you yeah. still end up with a ten. That's that's uh. That's pretty good. Definitely not playing to your strengths on that one, but you pulled it out there. Okay. So, Adam, Concord, when yes. you uh, when he reaches out and sort of like, so what do you do with it? Like, do you do you cover it up? Do you try to grab it? What do you do, Harry? Uh. Match its vibratory folding or what? Thinking, kind of, put my hands on top of his so that. He's not really in as much direct contact with it. Okay. All right. Uh, when you do that, when he does that, and Adam, you're kind of watching from, again, back in a way in, in a direction that really doesn't physically exist in this room. If it were the real room, you'd be inside the walls. Um, mm -hmm. So you're really kind of watching this like a distance removed from it, kind of hazily through a, a viewport uh, space through through the walls kind of a thing. When he reaches out towards Streak's hands and towards this energy signature, which is giving you a bit of a, a, a crocodilian hindbrain itch whenever you look anywhere near it, um, that sense of that magnetic pull between the, like the two gets way, way stronger the closer he gets to that thing. So there is... Uh, and you, you've got control over things, but there is definitely a sense of real uh, – it's not – it's it's danger. It's certainly danger, but it's it's it's, it's a sense of like a, a real like attraction or affinity. I mean the strong magnets are really about the best thing that you're really processing out of this thing. But something in you is really strongly reacting to that thing or or some some energy that you're keeping balanced to make this whole thing happen i shouldn't necessarily say energy in you but um although that's fair you're probably most of the power source in this room right now so uh -huh. harry please please don't touch the ball again. <laughs> this is hard enough as it is and you can kind of hear the strain in his voice like he's like the kind of strain that you would hear from somebody if they were trying to hold like two five gallon buckets of water like straight out from their sides on both sides and talk normally at the same time. Okay. Uh. So you, your dad, when you take his hands and you kind of pull them back away from this thing, lets out a, a, like a real long, like kind of, I mean, you almost think of it as a, as a yoga sigh kind of a thing. Like if your mom's doing yoga in the living room and lets out one of those big cleansing, like, kind of things and he kind of does that he doesn't look up he doesn't look around but you are you do manage to pull his arm there's some resistance he doesn't just his arms aren't slack but you are able to pull them back kind of towards his body a little bit and away from this whatever it is um and you can feel 
a little bit of that tension sort of leave him maybe or at least be forced out a little bit almost so it's almost like as you pull his arms back it's like pressing a bellows okay what do you i mean you've got an up i don't need to have you roll again you've got an opportunity here to kind of i guess you you, you've got a a a break somewhat on this thing's attention grabbing hold on him what do you what do you do with it um try to go ahead communicate with uh with with your dad um Okay, so you can kind of you pull his arms back and you kind of can turn him in like the turning chair, so he's sort of facing you a little bit, but still not really looking up at you or anything. Um, he's frowning and thinking really hard and looking uh, vaguely kind of sick to his stomach kind of deal. Um, I, sorry, I have this horrible image of him like whispered in the same tone as rosebud and except instead of rosebud he leans in and whispers eggplant um i don't know why just don't know why anyway but you kind of get down like on one knee sort of so you're sort of kneeling kind of in front of him and can kind of get in his in his eye line to kind of like do something here what do you what do you do what do you say what do you uh what do you tell him or what do you slap him yeah um crack across the face it's not the answer Super speed punch. Um. Uh. Take your time. It's all good. I got an audio editor. It takes all the si- all the all the dead dead silence out afterwards. So it's all good. Uh. Do you need to phone a friend? Do you need some coaching on this? Or some suggestions? It could be bad suggestions. I love bad suggestions. It's like, no, that's terrible. But it did give me an idea. Thought. Sorry. Say that again. I kind of have a thought. Okay. Hit me with what you got. Uh, fine. Uh, uh, fault. So, uh, so say that again. You're saying it, it's not his fault, or, or what, what were you saying? It's not his fault. <sighs> that it's all fine. It's not his fault. Okay. So you're, you're going to, you're, you're just, you're saying that to him, trying to get him to hear that. Um, I'm okay. The thing is kind of let go of him a bit. At least you've kind of separated him from it, if nothing else. Uh, this, and I'll say this also, Adam. The reality of this is a lot stronger than you would expect from your your uh, impression of Silver Street has never been such that you would expect his his internal mental palace to be particularly solid, strong. It's just not his. That's not where he goes. That's not his thing. And this is very much the opposite uh it, it's it's got a real sense of weight and and reality to it um harry i'm going to throw another one at you here um i'm curious about this this link that that dave's providing i'm going to ask you for uh <laughs> like the picture um i'm going to ask you for a provoke which is oh my god i i don't mean to be picking i just looked at your stats I don't mean to be picking on your worst stats, but this is a mundane roll. Oh, and it's also guilty. Let's see what we can do here. Ha ha. Oh, dear. Provoke is superior. Oh, is it? Oh, never mind. I thought it was mundane. It is superior. You still, you, you do still have a penalty for guilty, though. Um, yeah. But you're, you're trying to snap your dad out of it, and I think provoke's probably the most appropriate thing here. So let's see what you got. Okay. Okay. Is that for him? What's that? Does having influence help? Uh, yes, it gives you a plus one. Uh, I I can't pull you out of that one, unfortunately. Yeah, 
that's a that's a lot of that's a lot to be pulled out of um so yeah it does give you a plus one on the roll um but it's not really enough to get you up there that's all right um mark uh mark, uh, mark xb mark mark potential certainly um the thing is that what you're doing you have this sense as you're speaking these words the words that are coming out of your mouth are so have have such a strong antipathy to the reality that he's formed in his head that they just they they come out with just such a jarring dissonance it's it's like that it's like a why, why are you insulting me with these obvious lies yeah well it's it's, it's the sound itself is is like you know how they have those like sort of uh, uh, the, the the little uh, metal things that hang down in, in like band and stuff that you can sort of you have the percussion people trail their hands through and it makes the little like glittering uh, they use it a lot on Christmas concerts um, it's a little chimes little, little, it's kind of chimes but they're really small they're little yeah no I know what you're talking yeah. about I want you to imagine those a lot bigger um, and and kind of made out of crystal and tuned to to not be in tune with each other like just incredibly dissonant clashing sounds that your very words make as you're uttering them this the frown uh uh on his face deepens and the uh um tears kind of like his eyes squeeze shut and tears kind of leak down out, out of the corners um his hands in yours really like clench and he kind of like leans forward and kind of hunches a little bit. Um, all of the figures at the table sort of kind of like grow in intensity. Like they, they, they gain a, a, a level of density almost. And uh, Concord, you feel that weight that, that um, like sort of gravitic pull from the reality of this thing. Pull, pull even harder on on you as this clash is happening, as this force, whether it's uh, uh, streak or whatever it is, um, resists and tries to reinforce the reality of this of this space, um, and and reinforce the reality of like, no, this is his fault. No, this is this is what's deserved. This is the this is this this time and place that he's that he's going to be in and going to relive. Um, since I kind of have a like an unusual overview of all this and yes, slight slight more familiarity with what's going on here. I will say also as the reality and the of that play, space kind of intensifies, your view kind of through from further out. Um, you feel like you're you're pulling you're getting yourself pulled in a little bit closer, but also that sort of hazy through the looking glass kind of space that you can see this through uh, tightens, like it, it gets smaller and the edges get harder, and it's just a little it's 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 worrisome. I'll put it, <laughs> it's very worrisome. Can can I kind of stop and sort of like try to see what I can make of all this? Uh, sure. In what way would you like to do it? Like you, like what, what's, what's really going on here? What's, what's the deal? Like and assess the situation. Yeah, sure. I think that makes sense. I think that makes all kinds of sense. 
Harry, what's your what what does it look like to see your dad's face in such pain and like the tears running down and his clenched up when you say it's not your fault and it's you in a weird way the the response his groan and and the sounds in the room and stuff like that almost to make kind of a guttural like denial sound like a like a, a gr- like a, a a grunted groaned kind of no sound what is that how hard does that hit him i mean Harry? yeah harry well i'm looking over here to see what uh adam you can go ahead and roll i'm just curious uh here we go every oh shit <laughs> okay then of us are going to be brain dead by the end of the night so Harry sits down at the table next to his dad, <laughs> gazing at the yellow yarn in his hands. Nah. And he starts playing catch with it with Concord, <laughs> who's sitting across the table. And they both start bouncing the ball perfectly in rhythm. Uh. This, this is where this is where it's like, does do, do I feel a disturbance in the force? Um, so Adam, as you as you sort of extend your senses in towards this thing, uh, uh. To, to see what the heck this is you, it's it's like that you, you it's a i'm leaning in it's perfectly safe and you realize that you have unknowingly completely overbalanced over the ledge kind of situation okay so as you le- kind of extend your senses you realize i mean it's not physical but it feels physical where you have completely like tumbled in uh forward on this thing and it's just this like and it's it's kind of a Alice down the rabbit hole kind of uh, head over heels tumble through this thing as as your viewport both tightens and you fall through it, um, uh, even as it's getting smaller. So that when you sort of crash down onto the floor inside the room um, with no real sense now of any kind of weight that you're keeping apart from each other, it's like as the magnets have snapped together kind of a deal. Um and there's no getting those things apart again. You've actually gotten smaller to get through that space, and you're you're looking down, and you're looking at it's it's Concord form, but it's Adam's size again inside of this uh, uh, space. Take insecure for me. All right. Um, and both of these things together here. Uh, and there's this weird the, – the, the dissonant clangor of, of Harry's words, it's not your fault and stuff, resolves itself as, as Concord. When he hits the ground, it doesn't make a thump of his body hitting this floor. It makes this deeply resonant chime. Uh, and three of the menagerie figures um, start moving. It'd be Charlotte and – Jason and Leo, except as they step forward, their 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 shapes change. Uh, <clears throat> into it doesn't even, it doesn't look like twisted versions of them. It looks like different actual people, and they all kind of look at uh, at Adam and and Harry, and and they say in unison. What are you doing? What have you done? This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> now, if you give um, me just a second here, I need to grab, uh, give me some images here. If I can find. I need to grab the doomed playbook. I need to... <laughs> so, 
uh, I think Adam, as he tumbles in, is just going to be like, um, Harry, uh, exit's closing, and it's getting hostile. Yeah, just a second here while I... Oh. Whatever you're doing, you might want to do it quick. Am I the only one concerned? This is very concerning. <laughs> is it? I'm sure I don't know what you're talking about. That good? That's good. Yeah, that's good. All right. So, uh, yeah, Jason, what was Jason, Link, uh, and uh, Charlotte sort of morph into these. And they're they're scowling very profoundly at... Uh, they're not here exactly, except they kind of are somehow. They're something? You know, hmm. Yeah, really good question. You... What have you done, Adam? What do you do? I think I think I'm clear on what I think I'm clear on what uh, uh, Harry's doing here. Uh, Harry, your dad is kind of rocking in his chair and kind of crying and shaking his head and like you know no 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 kind of thing. Uh, Adam, what are you doing? Um, their attention. Well, their attention seems to be split somewhat between you and the look of disgust slash horror that they have looking at you and that that yellow ball thing and back at you again. And what I, I don't think we've met, but I feel like we should have, we're trying to take care of a thing here. So if you could come back later, that would be great. What kind of abomination have you allowed to tarnish the, uh, concordance? What are you, what did you, what did you do to our agent? And they're all saying, all three of them are saying this basically in unison. I am him? And they look again, and there's this, like, intense sense of, uh, honestly, it feels most like being on the beach for too long. Like, it's two hours into the beach, and you're, you're just, you're realizing how hot the sun is, and that you're probably going to be super burned the next day. Kind of sense of heat and pressure and air stillness around you as they turn and really really look at you um and they look and say no you are not the agent you have stolen the concordance power you have siphoned it away somehow at the death of the agent you are you are no concordance agent and they 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 hang on we're we're still riding back for that whenever this happens yeah sorry go ahead we're still riding the three here um (laughs) or threes i should say um and the whole area is just actually almost feeling a little bit like the room itself is kind of shaking with uh uh the rocking and the head shaking and stuff of harry's dad um in the chair there and uh but but at the same time the the reality of it is just really strong and they seem to almost be kind of riding that what do you what do you what do you say to when they you know you're you're not you're not a concordance agent what do you what do you say to that you're probably not um, gonna they're gonna keep talking about i don't want to just ride over whatever it was you were gonna say uh and adam's just gonna be like you know, when they're like, you're, you know, you, you absorbed his powers whenever he died and that sort of stuff. It's just like, oh, no, he gave them to me. You don't get to tell me what happened down there. 
no concordance agent would give up their power to any other individual. It is sacrosanct. We will be coming to, and then one of them, one of them all by himself, all by itself. Uh, and I got to make sure I get the right one here. Uh, I'm not sure which one it would be, honestly, so I'm not going to worry about it. One of them says, uh, we will be coming to render judgment. And you find yourself, uh, uh, both of you standing uh, in the hospital room next to Streak, who is clutching Adam's hand and is still out and but with tears like leaking out of the back corners of his eyes and down this like down his temples and into his hair which has gone a little bit silvery <laughs> and a little bit is, is a few more maybe you're just seeing a few more crow's feet there than you might have otherwise